Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. Calling an audible because, as I mentioned, we just uh, got word a few minutes ago of the uh, appointment of an acting director for Lincoln Library. And I uh, sent off a quick email saying, would she be available to come on this afternoon? Next thing I know, she's on the line with us. And uh, joining us live this afternoon, Summer Beck Griffith is the acting director of Lincoln Library. And thank you so much and congratulations on your appointment. Thank you, Jim. Good to be with you. Well, it's great to have you here. Uh, let me just ask, first of all, acting director. Uh, obviously, uh, the, the previous director, Rochelle Hartman, was dismissed by the mayor a few weeks back, and he indicated he would be uh, promoting from within. You've worked at the library for a couple of years. Uh, before we get into a little bit more about uh, your, your background and things, let me just ask, are you under consideration or hoping to get this job on a, a permanent basis? Is that in your in your cards at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the plan. Acting director can get started right away, boots on the ground, um, starting day one today, um, and looking for um, you know full approval from the council within a couple months. The idea is to get in, earn my keep, and you know let everyone know the job I can do and move on from there. Well, tell us a little bit about the the background then, uh, what you have been doing that brought you uh, to Lincoln Library a couple of years ago. Yeah, absolutely. So I am from Springfield. I graduated from Springfield High. I attended UIS both for undergrad and graduate degree and um, worked in the office of the governor for a couple years out of grad school here in uh, at the State House. In 2008, uh, I moved to Kansas City and found myself working in nonprofit. I uh, joked about how I found myself working for the good guys finally. Um, and I loved it. So I worked in nonprofit management, um, have a lot of experience in people development, um, community building, engagement, um, seeing social innovation and private-public partnerships come together. And so when we talk about what the library can be and what it does, um, moving in the direction of being outward in the community, a hub, excuse me, a hub of innovation, it really pulls together a lot of the experience. Um, one of the ways we want to structure this is to bring uh, me at the director position and then a very strong um, MLS librarian assistant director. So that's kind of the tag team that we're looking for going forward. I want to come back to that, but tell me about the last couple of years. You came uh, back to Springfield and came to Lincoln Library in 2020 serving as community engagement manager. Tell me about that job and what it entails. Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, after living in Kansas City for 11 years, I do what a lot of people do um, when they have kids that are starting school. I move back to my hometown for the cost of living, for good schools, for all of the things that um, people move back to Springfield for. Um, so I was excited we moved in the middle of the pandemic and kind of set ourselves up. Um, my husband is a critical care nurse, so he um, found a job here. And in looking for a job that kind of fit what I wanted to be doing in Springfield, um, the community engagement manager position opened up. So I have been able to step in and build partnerships um, on a variety of different levels. So I've worked um, really closely with the Heartland Continuum of Care. I've worked really closely with um, mental health providers in Springfield, SIU Trauma Recovery Center, as well as PATH, um, at more, excuse me, Memorial Behavioral Health. Um, I've worked uh, you know, setting up partnerships with the Housing Authority and the Urban League and doing library car drives and just being out and about in the community. Um, the role I've had is wear a lot of different hats. I also oversee grants. Um, so I was able to write a grant that brought in a community outreach person that will be hiring very soon, that will be the first um, official outreach position the library has. 
um, so getting to interact with the community, with um, the board of directors, with um, our different foundation groups, and it, it's been so rewarding. And being able to know what the library has potential to be and to to build upon his legacy is something I'm extraordinarily excited about. We uh, had uh, a, a guest on earlier from the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum. They talked about partnering with Lincoln Library yeah. on, the, on the book drive this weekend. You've been involved in that effort, too, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So I got to spearhead that. Um, that's been really, really fun. Uh, it just started with um, a text from Director Shoot over there to send my way. Hey, are you interested in this? Uh, she's one of the partners, one of the people I've connected with. And, um, you know, they really led the way and allowed us to join. And we got to join Compass for Kids and Barnes and & Noble. And we're really, really, I actually spent, today is my first day on the job, and I spent an hour or so over there with them blowing up balloons. It may have been the highlight of my day. Um, so. <laughs> It was the time I got to decompress for a second, but we're absolutely really excited about that. So, you know, I mean, there's so much opportunity for partnerships there, partnerships with the other institutions in Springfield to help um, bridge the gap kind of from the community level to the state level and in a lot of different ways. So there's so much opportunity. We're talking with Summer Bette Griffith. She is named today as the acting director for Lincoln Library, but again, on a path to become the, the permanent director. Uh, I have to admit, though, some people are going to look at this and say, now, wait a minute, the uh, the, the new director uh, doesn't actually have a degree in or a background in library sciences. You're going to be partnering with an assistant director who, who handles that part of it. People might look at that and say, that that seems like it's a, a, a little bit inverted uh, in terms of the priorities there. Yeah, so one of the ways we're looking at it, and actually this is something really similar to when Nancy Huntley was director for a long time, is to have someone who is outward focused and have someone who's running the day-to-day -day library um, the librarian part of it. And having a non-MLS director is actually not terribly unique in kind of your larger, you know, Boston Public Library, Kansas City Public Library. So it's not unheard of. There's a lot of um, larger city library systems who have non-MLS directors. So it's nothing, it's not reinventing the wheel. It's, it, it tends to be a very good fit. It has to be noted that your predecessor, who was dismissed several weeks ago after she was let go, said that she really struggled to get uh, clear communication from Mayor Jim Langfelder. Uh, she would send emails and not get responses. She felt like she was blind, blindsided by her departure there. Uh, so going into this, how do you ensure that you have the information, the communication that you need and that you uh, might not also be blindsided at some point down the road? Well, I can't predict the future, um, so I can never say that, you know, uh, you know, I can't say what can happen or what can't happen, but having um, under, so it is true that in Springfield, the library director is a mayor appointed position and uh, the board of directors is advisory. That is a true statement, um, and that is somewhat different than the case in many other cities. Um, but that's not going to change. That just is. It's a neutral. It's the way this library is set up. Um, and I would, I would say that some of my background in working in um, the governor's office, in working um, across platforms and nonprofit partners, um, private partnerships, kind of blending the gap between two separate entities is a really helpful skill to be able to kind of navigate that world. So I look forward to, you know, 
working with the mayor's office. I look forward to working with the council, getting the support of their constituents and working with the community. We all want a thriving library system. You, you know, act- there's nobody who doesn't. So working all of that together to, to make it happen. You actually made the budget presentation to the city council a couple of weeks back, correct? That is correct. Uh, Do do you think you're going to get the funding for a bookmobile, one of the ways you could have greater community outreach? Where do you see that standing right now? Oh, I sure hope so. I mean, that's that's a really big priority. It's not going to be done immediately. You know, working towards a bookmobile is a long process. It takes consulting. It takes building. It takes, you know, community engagement. It takes going to neighborhood associations. So that's not going to be done in a day. But it is definitely something we are looking to. Um, you know, there is a million-dollar endowment set aside. It's, it's something we're going to be um, using that funds to try to, you know, get grants and uh, use it as matching funds to, to build that process. So I, I, I look forward to talking with council folk and um, neighborhood associations and really engaging with what the community wants to see as we talk about what we want in the bookmobile, what we want to see in the community. So I know we're limited on time. We have a lot more we're going to yeah. ask you about. But uh, I'm, I'm curious about you. The press release indicates you have a, a background in trauma-informed care and de-escalation. True. How did those skills translate to the library environment? They translate exceptionally well. I mean, we work with a lot of different populations. You know, there's no way to to shy around. We um, have homeless folks who come to the library regularly. There, it's it's a it's a clean and safe and open space. And because of that, there's going to be people of all manners. And so having a great deal of experience in understanding how trauma affects how we react to any institution, including a library, how trauma interacts in human relationships from librarian to patron, and understanding how de-escalation, how mixed messages or misinterpretations sometimes end up in ways that, you know, escalate very quickly. Having just a great deal of experience in that, you know, boots on the ground experience as well as, you know, kind of the the theory behind it just really lends itself to bringing a safe, welcoming environment for everybody in the community. And uh, if you have an environment that is welcoming and safe for the homeless population, does that make it a less appealing environment for the population at large? How do you strike that balance? Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's a complex issue that many libraries are dealing with. You know, it's not unique to Springfield. It's 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 nationwide. Um, libraries are places that everybody gets to come and feel safe. And that means, you know, folks without homes. It means young families. It means everybody. But it also means that we have an expectation of how one behaves in and around the library. And so that's something we're going to we're going to work with. You know, it's also something that we're going to work with the city, with the mayor's office and the other um, agencies and players that work with people with um, that are dealing with homelessness or, you know, other folks who may have mental illness. But that's, you know, something that I have some background in quite a bit. And um, so continuing to bridge those partnerships we in a, the community. We have a lot more we could ask you about, but I know Absolutely. we have to let you get on with the rest of your day. Thank you so much for taking the time. Summer Beck Griffith is the uh, newly named acting director of Lincoln Library. Uh, and we look forward to having you back on pretty regularly to talk about what's happening at the library and uh, your ongoing efforts for this community outreach. And I hope we can make that happen. Can't wait, Jim. Thank you so much. Take care. Appreciate your time this afternoon.